The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this inspirational and motivational Tuesday with Pastor Raymond Collins from Houston, Texas, so you know what to do. That's right, get ready for a word that will help you through your week. So join me right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. As promised, on this inspirational and motivational Tuesday, We have Pastor Raymond Collins of Houston, Texas. Pastor Collins, I would like to first of all thank you for joining me. Would you please tell us about Greater New Mercy Church? Sure. Um, I'm Pastor Raymond Collins, and I organize Greater New uh, Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, Ten years ago, actually, now uh, we we were birthed in February, the first Sunday in February 2009, and so we've just come up on our tenth year uh, operating as a church. Um, we have our youth ministry. We have um, our women's ministry. We have brotherhood ministry. We have of a mind team, we actually, and we have a praise dance team. Um, our goal is to is to expose um, the world to to Christ. Um, we know that that salvation comes by way of Jesus Christ, and that's our goal. Is not to promote ourselves; it's really to promote Him and and let our light shine, so that others can see that God is still working and performing miracles and still blessing um, humanity even in times like these. And so um, we, we are we are a growing church and uh, we are a church that loves people and, and we love God. Um, our, our motto, uh, our mission statement rather is we are a church displaying mercy devoted to the mission, uh, driven by the message, and we're dedicated to the Messiah. Where exactly is Greater New Mercy located at in Houston, Texas? We're actually no, located on the north east side of town. Um, the address is 4000 
4111 and a half large copy rolls. Uh, Houston, Texas. That's L A U R A K O P T E Road. Houston, Texas, seven seven zero nine three. Um, Pastor Collins, how did you get into the ministry? How did you know you were called to preach the word of God? Um. Cliches as it sounds, uh, actually, um, I, I had um, an encounter with God at a young age, actually, around about nine, actually. Um, I having dreams of me and, 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 and God on the mountain, and God would tell me to go, and he would, he would, I would be on the mountain with him, and he would tell me to go, and he would just go, go, and I didn't understand that then. Um, I used to get Bibles and read Bibles all the time, and then I would ask my mom questions, but, of course, it would scare her at a young age, you know, the questions I would ask. And so she actually took my Bible from me um, because she said I was I was scaring her. But um, long story short, um, the Lord called me. This is my 15th uh, year of ministry. And I was just weighed down um, 15 years ago, actually, um, August the 28th. I was actually just weighed down. And uh, I I remember coming out of my job, and I was on my way to get something to eat. And uh, I was at the end of the street, and, and uh, a homeless lady was at the other end of the street, and she saw me walking at towards her and she stepped back on the curb and waited for me and uh when when i got to her um she started to walk across the street with me and then she just looked at me she didn't ask me my name she didn't ask me for no money or anything she just asked me why she said why are you running and she said what are you afraid of and and i was and i just was stoic in the face and i said what are you talking about and she said, why are you running? Why are you, what are you afraid of? Why are you so afraid of, of doing what God is asking or calling you to do? And I just froze. And I, I tears in my eyes. I, I went and I bought her lunch. She didn't even ask. I bought her lunch. And I just said to her, thank you. Um, but I still did not <laughs> answer the call. And then one night I was just... Um, in my living room and I was just crying. I was just, it was, I just was tired. And then I, I said, Lord, I'm, whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do it. I'm, just, I'm tired of, of, of feeling this way. And the Lord just said to me, uh, preach my word. And so that Sunday morning, which was August the 31st, um, I went into my pastor's office and he was waiting on me actually. Um, and he said, I knew you were coming. And so I told him that the Lord had called me. He said, I know. And so I've been preaching ever since then. I preached my first sermon, uh, October, uh, 2003. And I've been preaching ever since. Now, um, we follow each other on Instagram. 
And I want my listening audience to know that you have asked me questions regarding lupus. And we inbox each other and I have told you everything that I have went through with lupus. And there are a lot of us who feel hopeless, who feel that they have no one to talk to, who are confused. What encouraging and inspirational word would you give to anyone who is suffering with a chronic illness such as lupus or any chronic illness at all. So, so first, let me let me start off with this, and I'm going to answer that. Um, I I take a liking or uh, drawing to to people um, in that manner and that magnitude. Uh, many may not know. You know, my my wife actually she's a diabetic and she's on dialysis because her kidneys have totally stopped working. And I watch her struggle, um, and I watch her just from day to day. And people look at her beauty, and they don't really understand um, what it took for her just to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I draw. I am drawn to people who who go through things, and I just love encouraging people that that one, you're you're not. Um, by yourself, and don't um, God don't make any mistakes. And I'm not saying it just to be saying it, but God knows exactly what He's doing. And a lot of people, a lot of times, even in ministry, even encouraging words, we don't really talk about suffering, and we don't talk about the beauty in suffering. We don't talk about um, God's sustaining power in suffering. We don't talk about God's provision in suffering. And 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 I, I said to my wife, I said, I said, you know that God, when we look at Job, God recommended Job to Satan. You know, we look at Job one. It says the sons of God came to present themselves, and it says. Um, to God and it says and Satan came also and then and then God said to him have you considered my servant Job there is none like him in other words God already knew the makeup of Job and and he he was saying to to Satan that what I put in Job is far more stronger than what you can even attack him with and so you can strip him, you can strip him of his, you can take his stuff, you can take his family, you can take his health, you can take his wealth, but what you can't do is you can't touch his soul, and even in that, he will stay faithful to me. And so my, 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 I, I, my, my encouragement is, is, just, is just knowing that, that you are not in it alone. Your, the best help is God. Um, he he have a way of of sustaining you, 
and he have a way of making you a a miracle and an example to somebody else who may be going through the same thing. It's easy to 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 quit. It's easy to throw in the towel. But listen, God is really glorified in in what we overcome. That's why the scripture says, Greater is he that's in in me than he that's in the world. And so that's why I say it's a beauty it's a beauty in in, in what we go through. That is so true. That is so true. And you know you brought up Job. And um I've been studying Job in the Bible and um I I look at what I'm going through like this is what I told my doctor the other day. I told him that um, we're at a table and I have the cards in my hand that God has dealt me. I said I could do one or two things. I can play my hand with all of you or I can throw my hand in. And it's one thing that I will not do is throw my hand in. So you can come at me with whatever you want, whatever the test results say, you still are not going to shake me to the point that I'm going to give up. Because you did not create this body. God created me. He was my original physician. So whatever you come at me with, I do not worry about. Because I know that the God I serve sits high and looks low. So I'm playing my hand with you. And that's the way I take everything that I go through as far as this illness goes. I'm playing the hand that God dealt me. And I will not fold. I will not throw my cards in. And and that that's actually you know, that's actually a, a great approach because um the devil always wants us to throw in the towel and give up because the devil always wants to blind our vision and our view and our perspective of God. And so we if we take if we take two instances I'll use and then I'll I'll move on and share the text of encouragement that I was going to share um, tonight. But it's two instances. When we look at when we look at um Peter and then we'll look at, at Judas. Judas had a had had the wrong perspective. And so even even when he sold Jesus for thirty pieces of silver Jesus said, for this cause I came. So he, he, he was going to die and be raised on the third day. But Judas could not see past what he, what he had done. And he couldn't see past um, 
what was right there that he killed himself. Mm-hmm. So he bought it. He bought it. His right or his he bought it. The availability of of salvation and repentance there. Then when you look at Peter, who denied Jesus three times, Jesus told him, "You're gonna deny me thrice." Before the, before the rooster crow, before the cock crow, you're going to deny me three times. Mm-hmm. Well, Peter did that, and he and he felt miserably about it, but he did not give up, and he did not uh, end. And so it was that same Peter who ended up preaching on the day of Pentecost. And souls were added to the kingdom. And so what what the devil wants to do is the devil wants to blind and 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 hinder our sight and our vision on the availability of God and the ableness of God and what God can do even in the midst of our situation, even in the midst of our circumstance. God is greater than Lucas. God is greater than diabetes. God is greater than any chronic illness that 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 we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my wife, she had a surgery, and for five weeks, she 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 wasn't eating, and this was recent, and uh, uh, it was looking bad. She lost over forty five, fifty pounds. She she was constant pain, and she couldn't eat. And 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 the Lord said to me, "That's enough. Pray over your wife, and pray with your wife." And 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 God is my witness. From that day, she started to eat. She has started to improve, and. I said that to say we we those discussions about giving up, throwing in a towel, and so if the devil can grab you at the peak of your pain, at the peak of your struggle, and then he can get us to not see what God have on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And so we gotta trust God even in the midst of what we go through. Amen. 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 That that is great inspiration. So, you know, if briefly, if I could share, go ahead. I did have a text. I did have a text to share. Um, it is um, Isaiah um, chapter number forty, verses number twenty-seven through thirty-one. Everybody is familiar with this. We quote it at one time or another, but I figured I, 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 that would be a good place to start. And it kind of, it reads, um, what do you say, O Jacob? <clears throat> Speak, O Israel. Why? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my, and my right is disregarded by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting. God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary. 
His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might. He increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall feel exhausted. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Say they it, shall man. walk and not faint. Say it. That, that, there are four things, and then and then and then and then I'll be done. There are four things, and then and then I'll leave you alone. The first thing is is when we are waiting on God, we have to know that God <clears throat> will address your problem. Don't ever think that God is void of what you're going through or where you are what you're dealing with. Don't ever think that. If we look at, again, Isaiah 40, 27, there is a problem that, and, and, and with, 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 um, with Israel. And, and, and so God addresses the problem in verse 27. He says, why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is dis- disregarded by, by my God. You, you 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 feel like God don't care about what you're going through. It seems like that God is just letting you go through this all by yourself. It seems like that. It, it feels like that because sometimes, you know, your family won't answer the phone because you, you're in pain and you're calling them, and, 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 and sometimes they get tired of hearing about your pain. They get tired. I'm hearing about your struggle. So sometimes they won't even answer your call. And sometimes your your family won't even, uh, your friends won't even answer your call. And sometimes it just seems like you are even getting on your spouse nerves mm-hmm. um, by what you're going through. And so, and so, and so the, the first thing is that God will address your problem. He, 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 he's addressing the fact that Israel uh, feels like they have been disregarded, as if the Lord don't care about them. As the Lord just got them out on the island all by themselves, and so and so God addresses the problem of Israel, and so and so I'm saying to to, to us that even where we are, even what we're going through, we have to have faith and trust to know that God will address our problem. It addresses. Now, the second thing is that I see is, listen, God will not only address the problem, but God will, he will, he will show you his presence. Look, look, what, it, look, look what happened in, in verse 28. He says, have you not known, have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is, is unsearchable. So not only will God address your problem, but God will show you his presence. God will show you that he's with you. Even now, if you go back and think about some of the nights where you were in so much pain that you didn't think you were going to make it through the night, oh, but yes. you're still here today. Oh, you're still yes. here today. That, 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 that in itself is a sign, a symbol to show you that, that God is still with you. 
that, that, that God gave you strength to make it through the night. He, he gave you strength to make it through that pain. God will show you his presence. And so you got to, we got, you got to rest in the fact that God will show you his presence. Uh, uh, and, and, and listen, don't always think that, that God will, will show up in some major, uh, uh, some, um, some extraordinary, anytime God show up, it's a good thing. He, he, he show up how he shows up. He's still God. And God can show up however he wants to show up. Just thank him for showing up. Come on, sometimes we miss out. Sometimes we miss out on God showing up because we are expecting him one way and he shows up a totally different way. And so we reject his showing up because it wasn't the way we wanted him to show up. Come on now, preach. So 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 we, we you gotta you gotta you gotta know that God will show you his presence. He was letting Israel know that even though you're going through what you're going through, even though you're where you are, even though it may seem like it's tough, even though it seems like it may be rough, even though it seems like you just can't, you, you stuck between a rock and a hard place, and every time you think you're coming out, you, you, you find yourself right back in the cave. I'm still there, and I will show you my presence. Everything. Now I, I, got to, um, I got to leave it because it's getting good to me. No, come on, is, come on, come on. Not, not only, not only will God address your problems, not only will God show you His presence, but God will allow you to experience His power. See, you you can't witness to somebody else if you ain't if you haven't if you haven't experienced there what it means to come out of something. Come on, preach. So, 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 so somebody else with lupus, somebody else dealing with it, you can tell them with confidence that you're going to be all right. Come on. And how you, how you know you're going to be all right, you know you're going to be all right because I'm all right. Come on. I, I, haven't, I haven't had, every day ain't always been a day of no pain. Come on. Every day hasn't always been a day of just just straight joy. I've had some nights of pain. Come on. I've had some days of isolation. I've had some days of loneliness. Come on. Preach. Yet, the Lord brought me through. Come on. And so, and so God will, he will, he will, he will allow you to experience his power. So you won't think I'm making it up. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 29. He says, he gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. He says, he says, he says, and the and the young men shall be exhausted. But see, he says, he says, he shall, he will, he gives power to the faint. See, God specializes in blessing those who 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 weak. Because because those who 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 think they're walking in their own strength don't have the sense enough to give God the credit for 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 them walking in their strength. Come on, preach. So God, God looks at us and and blesses those who 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 it appear to be weak. You're suffering with a sickness. Come on, but God have a way. 
of, 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 of God have a way of dealing with you and showing somebody that he's still able. Come on. Preach. Doctor could have counted you out. Doctor could have given you three days. Here you are three years later. That doctor, that doctor have to know that God is able. Come on. I, I remember, I remember, I remember. Doctor looked at my wife one time. She was, she, uh, her sugar was over 900 and she couldn't breathe. The doctor was just standing there all sad and, 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 and sad and looking all just, just bad. And, and they were putting her in ICU. And I said to him, I said, I said, why are you sad? I said, why are you looking like that? I said, if you can't, he said, he said, I don't know. It ain't looking good. I said, if you can't fix your countenance, I need you to get me another doctor. There you go. Because I need somebody who can trust the God I serve. There I you said, go. I said, just, I said, I said, watch God. I said, give my God a chance. You do what you do and let God do what he does. And and they had her on, they had her on the breathing machine and she wasn't breathing on her own. And three days later, I, I, I was going visit and the doctor walked by. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, didn't I tell you my God is real? There I said, go. now, when you go, when you go and you work on somebody else, remember the God I just, I just showed you who's able. Say it. So God will allow you to experience his power in some of the most uncomfortable conditions. He'll let you do it. Amen. Yeah, 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 let's do it. Lastly, and I got to go. I think my time's good. Lastly, look, God will bless your patience. That's the last thing. God will bless your patience. Look at verse 31. It says, But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God will bless your, God will bless your patience. God, God won't ever abandon or, or let your patience go uh, unnoticed. Amen. Unrecognized. David said in some party, verse 1, he said, I waited patiently on the Lord, and he inclined his ear to me, and he heard my cry. So, so, so the, lastly, you need to know that God will bless your patience. Amen. It may seem like you've been going through this a long time. It may seem like it's not getting better, but you be patient. Trust the Lord. Give it to God and let God have his way with you. Amen. God is the Alpha. God is the Omega. God is the beginning. God is the end. God is, there's, there's nothing that can be without God. Amen. So keep your head up hanging there and know that you serve a you serve a sovereign God. You serve an almighty God. You serve a compassionate God. You serve a loving God. You serve a God who is able to hear you and he's able to come to you when you can't come to him. Amen. So hang in there and trust God. May God bless you. May God keep you. Um, is my prayer kind of got good to me? 
It got good to me. And I thank you so much, Pastor Raymond Collins of Greater New Mercy Baptist Church located in Houston, Texas. How can my listeners get in contact with you on social media? Um, I am I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and then I'm on Twitter. I think my my, my Facebook is Raymond Collins. Um, my Instagram is Raymond.Collins.35. And then I don't know <laughs> what my Twitter is, but um, you can you can reach me there. Um, I pray with people often. I send encouraging um, words and, and things like that often. I love doing it. Um, um, I love seeing people um, blessed, and I love helping people overcome um, um, what they what they deal with. To be honest, I get a joy out of it seeing people, um, you know, on the verge of throwing in a towel and seeing God work in their lives and, and building them up. Um, I get a joy out of it. Um, um, I'm blessed when others are blessed, and that's just the honest of God truth. Well, I thank you again, Pastor Collins, for doing this. And... Please tell your wife that she is in my prayers and it's not over till God says it's over. And to oh, yes, keep I, I, and to keep fighting. I yes, ma'am. I certainly believe that, you know, um, you cannot preach it and not and not and not live it and experience it. And so um thank God I'm telling you who's able. It's the same God that's always been able and is able for me and um, as well. And so if I could, um, I just would like to pray briefly. Sure. Um, Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for allowing us to, to share you. Um, you. You are an awesome God, and there is nobody like you. And so we thank you just for your your preserving power, your ability to keep us clothed in our right mind when it seems like we're about to lose our mind. We thank you. We thank you for your protection. We thank you that you provide for us. You continue to make ways for us. And even now, some may be sick, feeble in their body. Um, the body may be racking with pain and their hearts are heavy and their minds are disturbed. God, we know you to be mind regulator. We know you to be a heart fixer. We know you to be a burden bearer. And you told us that we can cast all of our cares upon you, but you care for us. And so, God, we are praying that you would look on all of those who are listening, all of those who may um, tune in at some point. We pray that you bless them like only you can. We pray that you lift them up. We pray that you elevate them above what they're going through, and let them know that there is nothing too hard for you. Thank you again for hearing this prayer. Thank you for hearing this plea. Thank you for hearing this petition. God, if there's anything that I that I fail to ask for by my mouth, I pray, God, that you are granted in your grace so that those who are listening can experience you and have your joy. You said in your word, this joy, that you give, you give 
this peace that you give. You give it not as the world gives do you give this peace. And so, God, we are praying that you give us your peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, God. We thank you for the selfless sacrifice of your son who you allowed to die on Calvary. And you raised him the third day with our power in his hand. Thank you for his dying. Thank you for his rising. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Collins. Before I close out today, I would like to thank the following countries for listening to my story, Living with Lupus, United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Norway, Sweden, Canada, Germany, Ireland, India, Japan, Czech, Poland. Iran, Denmark, Russia, and Turkey. Also, thank you to the founder of Feedspot for selecting My Story Living with Lupus, one of the top lupus podcasts on the web for 2019. You can read this article at HTTPS colon backslash backslash blog.feedspot.com backslash lupus podcast. Thank you all so much. I want to leave you with this. There is nothing to fear. I'm asking you to fix in your mind and say to yourself, where there is a will, there is a way. Yes, I can. Reach up and touch your song and know within yourself that everything is going to be all right. You see... Fear will rob you of your inner security. All you have to do is kick it out of the window and stop talking about your problem or your situation. Stop talking about your troubles and don't even remind yourself of them. Fill your mind with constructive, beautiful things and know within yourself Everything is going to be all right. It starts with you, regardless of the circumstances about you. Don't let them affect you. The only way that it can affect you, if you allow it to. You see, yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Invest in yourself, in the now and today. Reach up and touch your song, knowing that your pot of gold is at the end of the rainbow. 
Don't allow negativity to enter in and destroy you. You first have to protect yourself, respect yourself, be sold on yourself before you can extend your hand to encourage your brother or sister. Now reach up and touch your song and know everything is going to be all right. You know why? Because the victory shall be yours. I'm Susan Hendricks, and I thank you for joining me on my story, Living with Lupus, Inspirational and Motivational Tuesday. Now go on out there, get up and live your best life because the victory shall be yours. Yeah.